Welcome back to Walk-Ins. Welcome. We're excited to be hosting you today on our podcast, all about social media today. Uh, my name is Nick Horde, and I've got Michael Ray with me today. Say hi, buddy. What's up, everybody? Yeah, today we're going to be talking about all things social media. We're going to be talking about um, how you can grow your urgent care and create what we call social proof um, with social media platforms. Yeah, so up to this point, we've talked to you guys about websites, SEO, Google Ads, these are all really powerful tools to help grow your business. But now we're going to talk about social media. Now, this is something that's actually two parts to it. There's building your social proof, and then there's also the, there is an ad side to it. And there's a lot of confusion sometimes with that. And so we're going to help break that down for you. What's interesting about social media, specifically with regards to urgent cares, is it's not a big driver of traffic and business and engagement on just the daily uh, posting side of things. Mm-hmm. Um but it is an important part of urgent care business in that it establishes you in the marketplace. Yeah. So if we go back in time, so you know, Facebook was like 2007 type of thing when it first started, and then everybody started getting on the bandwagon, and then probably like 2010, 2011, businesses were trying to use it more often. And back then, you could make a post. People would see it, like it, engage with it pretty quickly, um, and then that slowly kind of faded where you can't – I will even tell people getting a ton of engagement off your post is more difficult than it used to be, and the platforms have designed it where you have to put money into it to really actually make it a thing. I remember way back in the day, it feels like now, although it's probably in the past 20 years – what would happen is to legitimize your business, you would have a website. So you had a brick and mortar type company and people would go, are they really a business? Let's see if they have a website. And then what would happen is websites became mainstream and standard for every company. And what people do now is they go, okay, let me go see if they have a social media presence. Because ask yourself this question. If you want to do business with a company, and you go to their Facebook profile, and they have seven people who like the page. Or the last time they posted was three years ago. Yeah. Are you going to do business with that company that is inactive on social media and engaging their, their I don't know, audience, if you will? No. I mean, it's, it goes back to you know, when we talk about the website and other things. When it, it appears online that you're not active at all. Now, it's, so, it's okay if you only posted once this month. That's okay. But if it has been years or it, nobody has liked it and it's just kind of dead, people by default are going to go on the defense and say, you're, not, you're, you're, you're closed. Your business is gone or you're not paying attention to it. And, and if you're looking for an, as a new patient, I'm not going to probably engage with you as much because I don't trust you as much. That's right. So there are multiple platforms out there for you to engage on. Everybody knows Facebook or Meta, if you will now. Yeah. But you have Facebook. Typically, you have Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people use Twitter. Some people are using LinkedIn. TikTok. All these different platforms. And I'll tell you, for the purposes of this episode and knowing that we're talking to urgent care business owners, I think the most important platforms, again, my opinion, but I think I'm right, is Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. Right, I think those are the two most important ones. And if you were going to add a third one, Michael, which one would you add if you were going to add a third? Uh, well, it it, it kind of depends to me. If you think you're going to be super, in, like you're going to have some dedication to it, I think TikTok could be a lot of fun. <laughs> you could have so much fun with it. Yeah, you could have a lot of fun. I think people react pretty well to medical professionals kind of having fun in their industry. So I think TikTok could be a lot of good. But you have to have to set the expectation. You're not going to get a bunch of new patients because you had a video blow up on TikTok. Yeah, and so 
videos blowing up and going viral and all of that is fun. But what about the everyday use of things? So we yeah. have a couple of formulas that we use mm -hmm. when we're dealing with our social media accounts for our clients or even ourselves for that matter. Um, and we call it entertain, educate, and execute. Mm -hmm. And you're going to do these differently for each platform. But And we'll unpack entertain, educate, and execute. But first, let's back up just a hair. Facebook is a community platform. Yep. Okay. Understanding that you're there to connect with people on Facebook um, and share more personal type things, right? That's what that community has been built on on Facebook. Instagram, however, is a vanity platform. This is where people and TikTok too, for that matter. Now that now that I think about it, but, video vanity. Yeah, video vanity. This this is look at me, look at me, look at me, and you can use that to your advantage. Mm -hmm. If people are vain, go be vain on that platform. I'm not trying to beat people up. What I'm trying to say, though, is this is where you're going to use high, I don't want to say high quality so much, Michael, is just like intentional quality uh, mm -hmm. images and video on on Instagram to kind of promote your business. It needs to be very personal. Yeah. It needs to be very, very personal. Like you're taking pictures of your team. You're taking pictures of your mascots. You're, or if you're having like dog day or something for your team to bring in their animals or whatever. Which makes perfect sense at an urgent care. Yeah, exactly. Or you're you're having appreciation day and you're grilling out for people that come. You know, it, it showcases like the fun parts, the um, personal side. The COVID shot in a Coney. <laughs> <laughs> the Coney COVID. That's right. <laughs> Here, go get you a corn dog while you're waiting on your jab. Please email us at hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Send your hate mail, too. <laughs> Keep going with that thought. I derailed uh, I'm starting to... Right, but anyway, but it goes back to, like, this is where you can talk about your individual employees and how they impact your business and the community around them, or there's something that's unique to them. These, these are things that help show that off a little bit. So if you have a nurse that happens to do uh, some type of hobby and they can showcase that hobby on your Instagram account. I, we, we even notice ourselves as a company, like whenever we do Insta stories and stuff and it's more fun and having a little bit more joke side, they tend to engage more. That's right. Asking surveys for people through Instagram is really popular. Like just getting some feedback there and it doesn't need to be serious questions. It needs to just be fun stuff. Like, something that everybody can relate with. Like, are you uh, a turkey or ham person on Thanksgiving? You know, stuff like that. It can be any one of those things. Um, let, let's talk real quick about Twitter, which is a opinion-based platform, right? So yeah. it's, it's very And much, text only. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's very relevant to uh, opinion-based marketing. And here's a great thing about uh, how you could engage as a company with your own voice on Twitter is how much back and forth is there out there about COVID-19? Oh, yeah. I mean, just coming in as a subject matter expert, as an urgent care, and saying, here's the facts of the situation from your perspective as an urgent care owner or having your doctors come out and speak on that on, on the Twitter platform from your perspective. It's very personal. It's very I-we, mm -hmm. not us. It, it, it's very personal. Well, I think when you say personal, too, something, uh, caution is don't take these comments and feedback from anonymous people that you do not know personally. Like some people just love being negative because it gets people aroused out of it. So the last thing you want to do is get into a social media fight with somebody 
on your business pro, uh, profiles. I digress. I think Wendy's does a really good job. At well, this. yeah. So Wendy's though, it's like they're they're like trolling people. They are so good at. It. Hey, they're, what is trolling? For those of them listening that don't, that they know they've heard it. They don't know what trolling. Ah, uh, how do I explain that? It's like you're purposely going after people and messing with them. I, I feel like we have people inside of our company that troll me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. But no, Wendy's is expert at this, man. They'll they'll go and they'll jab at Chick Fil A and Burger King and and McDonald's it's funny, and, and it's funny because Wendy's is always first, and all the other uh, fast food places try to follow suit. It's, uh, <laughs> if you get a minute, just go look at Wendy's Twitter page. It's it so is good. it is social media. Gold. They even have a Spotify playlist of. Basically, they made a bunch of rap songs based on their food uh, products. It's pretty great. It's fantastic. All right. And then we have LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is just business. It's a business. Yeah. Like it's, it's a professional network it, for business uh, business professionals to exchange. Yeah. Chances are for an urgent care, LinkedIn will be great for recruitment. Maybe be a harder push to get uh, – patience out of that. Hey, our multi-location, um, our multi-location urgent cares that are out there in the world, this is a great recruitment tool who are constantly looking for medical professionals, mm-hmm. billing people. Or um, franchise opportunities. Yeah, exactly. You're expanding your business. LinkedIn is a very valid uh, platform for you to use. But I, I think for those of you who are using this, we go back to entertain, educate, and execute. Mm-hmm. All right? We've talked about that. So you can you can entertain doesn't always mean ha ha funny. Mm-hmm. Right? It can be like uh, you. Do, it's almost I won't say educate, but it's, it's like it's an entertainment, but it's like good value entertainment. That's right. It's not like you said. It's not just like good laughter, but it's like I really enjoyed that. Like or it pulled a heartstring. Yeah, or it, 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 I was it was very relatable. That's right. Yeah. No, there's a lot of uh. It, you're trying to elicit some kind of emotional response, whether that be funny, it could make you mad. It could make you sad, right? It, it could even make you indifferent. Like if mm-hmm. you suck at it, you're going <coughs> to, your, your audience is going to be indifferent toward what you're putting out there. Oh yeah. So entertain, educate, and execute. Let's, let's, let's talk about some entertaining ideas, Michael. What would be a good entertaining idea? Uh, hang on. I didn't write this down. That's okay. I got I, I, <laughs> like, I, got, I, got, I got a couple already in my back pocket. All right? I'll, I'll come up with one. Right. So an entertainment, let's let's go from the sad perspective. We live in a COVID world right now. It mm. is what it is. If you were to talk about from an urgent care perspective, the impact that COVID-19 has had on your community in a video, by the way, do this in a video. And from your doctor's perspectives, what have they seen come through the door and what kind of impact have they made? in the community that they serve. That is going to elicit an emotional response. Yeah. Right? And then there's the comedic value of lots of stuff that's out there, right? Um, there's I just talked about pulling the heartstrings. That could either make you mad or sad or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but it could also be hopeful. Yep. Right? Uh, giving hope back to a community that's been devastated by COVID-19 by being a point of... Um, testing, being a point where they can go get a COVID vaccination, being a point where they can just get peace of mind from a doctor's perspective. Mm -hmm. Like you're offering some hope into a community that's hurting. That could be, that could be an entertainment value. It is what it is. I go see sad movies sometimes. Sometimes I go see action movies. Does your, does your, there's a local urgent care in Birmingham, uh, main street. I believe we had them on an episode or they're coming up on an episode where their uh, mascot is Dr. Wags. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, dog, yeah. Right. So th- th- they could have some real fun with Doctor Wags. They they really could have like 
entire uh, profile dedicated to Dr. Wags and, and have like the Dr. Wags way of doing stuff and then have the nurses like interact and stuff like that. I think it'd be really funny. I think we're about to start doing something like that with Bot the Marketer. Yeah, I mean, because I could even say uh, help do shots hurt and have like Dr. Wags like turning away and the doctor's trying to give him a shot and stuff like that. How to make, you know, it'd just be really funny. Uh, but it's like good, it's good humor. It's not like trying to be cynical or trying to be kind of cruel. It's very just light humor, but having some fun at the same time. Very good. All right. So entertain, educate. Yeah. So education, like there's layers here because you're an urgent care. So you have doctors and you have just general knowledge that people don't know about, or they think they do, but you need to clear the air for them. So, um, and just the, like, just some basic things of what, you know, what should I be doing uh, in terms of better health or I have these issues, like some of these symptoms, what could it be? Like the education can go on forever. It can be from a personal health standpoint to just general community-based stuff. I mean, it, it's, it, you guys, this is the best part. Like you guys know a ton. Like even when we work with uh, non-urgent care clients, like there are layers of information. If you're a professional, that means you know more than the other person and they're paying for your professionalism. So that means you have knowledge that you can share. I love it. I'm not adding anything to that because you said it spot on. Yeah. Even if you know 1% more than the person who's reading that, you know more than them and you can offer value. Yeah, yeah. Like, we always, like, even here, we try to, like, on the sales side of things, we educate first, sell second. I'd much rather sit down and just educate somebody, even though, like, it's, I know it's not a good fit for us from in terms of a client standpoint, but if I'm able to give their information that helps them be better at their business or a change or whatever, or at least make a better decision in the future, you win. So think in that capacity when you're trying to educate people on social media. Don't shove something down their throat. Give them good information that they can take and put action to. Love it. Very good stuff. So execute takes us to uh, some other pieces of what social media offers. Uh, execute is your call to action, but typically when you're going to ask somebody to book an appointment or you're asking somebody for a follow-up visit or you're asking somebody to download these five symptoms of, I don't know, pink eye. Um, or come get your flu shot. or Come get your flu shot. Like you're asking them to take some type of an action, right? That's mm -hmm. your call to action. Mm -hmm. A lot of times that is wrapped around either a boosted post, which we're going to talk about now, uh, or some type of a social media advertisement. So yeah, let's uh, talk boost real quick. Yeah, so let's keep in mind that Boost, the, the common part, a boost in a, an actual like Facebook ad type thing, the only common part is that they're both paid. So, but beyond that though, like there's a reason why boosts are super duper easy to run. You said duper. Super duper. And uh, they, they're super easy to run because they want you to spend money easily. And like when I say easily, you literally just put your credit card in and you give it a budget. And it kind of does the rest. Like, there's a lot of them. I'll let Nick talk more of that. And then on the ad side, it's like it deep dives. So I only really recommend boosting and even only see value of boosting for one thing only. That is to engage your existing audience. That's the only thing that I'm ever going to recommend that for. Because if you're trying to run an ad or something like that to people that do not know who you are, boosting a post is the worst way to do it. Right? Well, and I would say, like, boosting is not has not been around... Uh, I'm, I'm going to look it up in a second, but boot, like back in the 2008, 2010 times, you didn't, boosting wasn't a thing, and you could put a post out and boom, engagement. 
Like, and, and now, so at that time, 100% of the people that followed your business page saw it. would see that post, assuming they were on Facebook and scrolling through their feed. Mm-hmm. Right now, guess what that is? Boost. Six to 7% of the people that follow your page will actually see your oh, boost. Oh, yeah. And then you got to boost. <laughs> well, how, do, how does Facebook make money? Yeah, right. I mean, there's nothing free in this world. I think we all know that. But when it comes to these platforms, Google is not free. Like it's, it appears to be, but we talked about ads. Facebook is not free. It gets as money. There's a, why in the world is Facebook worth billions of dollars? Why did it create the first, the youngest billionaire in the world? Because of ads. Well, they had a choice to make. Yeah. They can either have the consumer pay for the platform, or they can have businesses pay to reach their own audience. Right. Um, so let's talk about boosting that post. Uh, when I say there's really only one way to do this in my mind, uh, that's the right way is that's boosting to either friends or friends of friends. So I'm just looking right here. 20. So think about this. Facebook was 2006, 2012. They introduced boost posts. Okay. So well, I mean, that was nearly 10 years ago. I know. And then it was, and it says I was the infant stage of Facebook ad manager. So, Thanks, Facebook, or Meta, or whatever you are. <laughs> anyway, that being said, though, if you're, trying to, if you're trying to reach your existing audience, that's where a boosted post comes in. So why would I want to reach my existing audience on Facebook? Well, I want to ask people who have done business with me in the past to leave me a review or to engage in a contest or to like and share a post, to share a success story. I, I'm, I'm asking something from that audience, but I only want to talk to people who know who I am. So that's going to be boosting to friends. Um, yeah, there's friends of friends as well. Like my friends who I personally have, I want to reach that audience as well. So you can reach friends of friends. But I'm telling you from my perspective, Michael, the only time I'm using a boosted post is to reach my own audience. Yep. Because Facebook's requiring me to do that to reach them. Yep, yep. All right, let's move over to ads because this is where it gets really fun on social media. Um, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, there's Snapchat ads. Uh, I don't even, I'm not on TikTok. Is there TikTok? So TikTok, ads? there's boosted sponsored content now. Okay. So you, there's way, but it's not. It's, I'm old, Michael. I know. And it's not like true. Here's your ad campaign manager and build out ads. It's like, oh, you made a video. You want to put some money on it. And that's about all you get right now. So, I mean, TikTok's an infant stage. Cause once again, how does TikTok make money? Cause they actually pay people on TikTok too. They have to run boosted stuff. So as you can tell, boost is probably the starting point for them. And then pretty soon they'll probably release a TikTok pro whatever app. And that'll allow you to actually run ads because whether we like it or not, TikTok's algorithm is probably the best one out there at the moment. Like it is really, really good at knowing what you like and don't like. And that makes me happy that we have Hannah on our team. Yeah. Because yeah. if, if y'all were relying on me to do your post for you, you're picking the wrong person. Exactly. Hannah gets to manage all that. But I'll say this, you know, um, what you don't know about Nick, this is, Facebook ads is where it kind of all started for you. Yeah, this is where I cut my teeth. Yeah, and uh, I love it still. I really, anytime. Marcus or Hannah go, hey, can you help me with a Facebook ad? I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love it, right? Uh, I'm running companies now, so I've kind of moved out of that world, but I stay on top of it because I love to write a good ad. And, uh, and my background is advertising. Uh, it started in radio. Uh, marketing was in Coca-Cola and Costco and stuff like that. But marketing and advertising are two different worlds. And when I talk about Facebook ads, I'm talking about interruption marketing. Think about television. 
I'm wanting to watch this program on television and I get interrupted with an advertisement. Uh, think about, uh, I'm going to say newspaper, which is comical now, but uh, on a newspaper, you'd be reading through an article and then they'd say, turn over to page four for the rest of this article because we have two pages of ads we're going to run. Oh, I forget about that. Right? So that's that portion of it. Think about radio. Your favorite radio programs are delivered because there's advertisers on that radio. So you may have gone there to listen to uh, a, uh, I don't know, a talk radio show or you're going to listen to the type of music that you want to listen to. And then all of a sudden you're hearing an ad from the local HVAC company, right? Well, and then like, and then you had those different types of radio ads where it's naturally part of the, the program. That's right. Like it's an interview or it's a, by the way, I use them type of thing. And that's, they're not saying out the goodness of their heart. Like they were, they were paid quite a bit of good, a bit of money to make that happen. Large chunk of change. Now think about Facebook and Instagram. You're there to see pictures of your kids, your grandkids, pictures of other people's food, uh, where they're going on vacation, all the things that make you feel really good about yourself as a person. You're on social media. I'm just kidding, by the way, sarcasm noted, but you're scrolling through (laughs) your Facebook feed, your self images going down and then boom, like, my, I actually love this, by the way, in full disclosure. I love getting served ads. I know a lot of people hate that, but I don't want to see, as a guy, I don't want to see the latest bra, for mm-hmm, example, mm-hmm. right? I don't care about that. But if you'll sell me some manly soap like Dr. Squatch, like I'm all in. Well, I, like I've, I got hit up a lot recently with some uh, arcade ads, so basically, like the home arcade stuff. We were talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> And yes, your phone does listen to you. Um, TikTok especially. Like, I'm getting stuff on TikTok that I talked about earlier that day. I don't... That that bothers me. But anyway, um, but no, like, getting the... I'm in the same boat. I enjoy getting ads that actually interest me because I want to learn a little bit more about that product, and I'm totally cool with exploring it and clicking on it and seeing what it's all about. So let's use an example real quick, and I'm only going to talk about a pediatric or children's urgent care, Mm -hmm. like a kid's urgent care. Okay, so here I am, urgent care owner, and I serve people between infant and 16, 17 years old, right? Right. So obviously they're not the ones that I'm trying to attract into my urgent care. I'm trying to attract the parents. So if I want to run an ad to, let's just say, mostly women, because they're probably the ones who are most likely to bring the kid in. Well, mothers. Okay, mothers. Well, I'm going to get there, right? So Mm -hmm. not only do I want women... They're probably between the ages of 25 and 35 or 25 and 40, right? Depending on the age range of that child that you're Mm -hmm. trying to attract, right? So, boom, I've got that. So, women, 25 to 40, all right? All of a sudden, are they married, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Obviously, their parents, kids. What kind of income bracket is going to bring that type of person into, like, who are you trying to attract? I know who I'm trying to attract when I build out this avatar, right? But you get to put all of that stuff in. And now, like, what are they interested in? Oh, I know. They're into, like, sports. Kids' sports. Right? So And and this is not them checking the interest box on Facebook. This is because Facebook can tell what kind of posts to interact with and what they respond to the most. And uh, and then, like, also another layer is what if we did um, a certain neighborhood that we cared? Like, we know that they... Like you can go look at your current patient list where, you know, you ask for zip codes and stuff like that. Where are they coming from? Well, you can take that info and input it into Facebook and make the campaign that much better out the gate. Uh, if you opened up your Instagram and you took a selfie or you took a picture of your kid playing baseball. It knows. Um, it knows the location of where that was. And therefore, you've now met an interest base. Mm-hmm. The point that I'm trying to make is whether you like it or not, social media and all these things, they have 
your interests. They know what your interests are. So you, as the urgent care, can exploit that, not the person, but the group of people, the avatar, right, to say, I want to write the perfect ad. And we have a formula for that. Michael, what is our, what is our formula for ads? He leads over. Come on, you know this. It's offer oh, plus sorry. urgency <laughs> multiplied by a target audience. I was like, wait, which one? You know this one. I know. All right, so the right offer. <laughs> what, what is the right offer to a 25 to 40-year-old mom married, two kids, kids are both in sports, they're in public schools, and they have the sneezles? Same, same day appointments are nice. Beautiful. Hey, we have same day appointments right now, but we need a sense of urgency on that. Mm-hmm. Right. What is our sense of urgency for same-day appointment? What would be... Hmm, what would you say? I don't... You don't know? <laughs> I, 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 you brought the offer. I thought you might have had a sense of urgency, but let's just say that. All right, so my offer is same-day, but for the next X amount of people that come through the door today, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. It doesn't matter what it is. The point is you need to have the right offer. No copay. Pl- no copay. I don't know that you can do that legally, <laughs> but so but this is the mi- mindset, right? Like, there's levels to this. Like, I can say same day appointments, but so can your next door neighbor urgent care. Like, how do you differentiate yourself a little bit more? Right, digging out what your offer is, multiply or adding a sense of urgency to it, and then multiplying it by the right targeted audience. That female married, twenty five to uh, forty interested in school sports, schools, uh, maybe one of those volunteer moms, right? All these different things add up, and then, boom, you deliver the right ad with the right offer at the right time to the right person in the right way, and then, boom, you have traffic coming in your door. You couple that with a great website, with a great SEO strategy, Mm -hmm. with a great Google ad strategy, and now you've developed what the market calls omnipresence. Yep. And we're going to talk about that in some future episodes, but... That is social media. What would you like to add to that, Michael? <laughs> you can tell this is more Nick's episode. It is my jam. This is like he, he runs with us so much further than I. I don't know. I don't know what else I can add. So let's unpack it and and do. A I, I am Let, the let, urgent care owner. I don't know. <laughs> right. So let, so let's do a recap. Pick pick one two tops of social media platforms that you want to have a voice on because you don't want to same post the same post on Facebook as you do on Instagram. There are two different conversations mm-hmm. that you're having. All right. So pick one and, and two tops that you want to dominate for your practice. The next thing is understanding that that content is going to be throttled by the social media platform. So if you want to talk to just the audience that you've built, you're going to boost that post to just the people that follow mm-hmm. your page. Right. So then you're going to take that and then you're going to develop some strategy on, Hey, I've got, I've got a, a offer. I've got a sense of urgency and I've developed my audience. Now we can run some targeted ads and we're going to put those ads in front of the right people at the right time. And we're going to just grow our practice exponentially. It's going to work great. It works great every time. Now here's the thing. Nothing is perfect right out of the gate. Ever. You're going to have to iterate and improve. We call it try, fail, adjust. Yep. It's going to happen. Uh, the faster you fail, the more iterations of that ad you can make and the better you will do long-term. Well, I would say too, so there's a couple of key little things that do matter. Um, it's not really the best of ideas to run ads on a brand new business profile that has nobody liking it. It looks it can look a little sketch for some, but then also too, like you want to be consistent. You don't want to necessarily boost everything you put out there. You want to just grow a little organically as well. Um, and then of course, like everything we've talked about in this podcast, you need a strategy and a goal 
if you're just doing it just to do it willy nilly, it's just kind of wasted dollars at that point. Um, especially in that the, something that's unique to social media, especially is that it does show data on everything. So it's also an opportunity where you can go back and review which things did the best and how can I make those better? Like when we split test ads, we don't just dump ad, like run new ads and then run another new set. We look at what worked and what didn't. We split those off, get rid of the ones that didn't do anything and try to make better versions of the best ad we had. I mean, that's how you want to approach your posts and everything. Like you want to take what really worked and just make it better. That's good information. I try to put in something because you were, I was drawing blanks a little earlier. (laughs) It's just like, this is real educational for people. (laughs) That's how I feel whenever you talk websites. Yeah. I feel feel like this was the trade off episode. (laughs) It's okay. We can do this. Like everybody brings something to the table. Uh, The point is, is that urgent care marketing pros, we got a whole crew of people that know what they are doing. Yeah. It's not just two of us. (laughs) No, no. We got a whole crew of people and, and we've done a very good job of bringing people that are better in certain areas where we lack knowledge. I'm not going to go toe-to-toe with you in websites, right? Uh, I'm not going to go toe-to-toe with Marcus on paid ads uh, or Hannah with social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to ads, that's my jam. Yeah, and right? it, it tells too because even like a lot of meetings we have, your excitement on ads is always super high. Right. And then, and it works too. Like it, it's not just because they're fun. They actually do work. So sorry guys, this is a longer episode. It, it, it ran really quick for us. It felt like that was, yeah. a, that was a really fast 30 minutes, but I hope you enjoyed this. Um, also too, if you're curious, we are on YouTube as well. So if it's something where you want running in the background at the office, but you don't want to pull up a podcast on your phone, you can play it on YouTube as well. Like that bumper music, uh, that came from one of our own uh, internal yeah. marketers. Devin, That's an original from Devin. Devin wrote that. So uh, anyway, uh, I just thought I would mention Devin because he does such a good job around here. But yeah. with that being said, uh, go out and make an impact on your community. Uh, you folks that are running Urgent Cares, y'all are making real impact in your community, and we appreciate what you do. Let Keep pe- it up. Let people know about it. Have a great week. See ya. See ya.